The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Let's go whānau, tēnei te mihi kia koutou katoa, no mai toti mai, welcome to Mana Make a Noise Aotearoa. We are a Hawara radio show and podcast for Fano brought to you by Korari, the Māori Public Health Team at Nakete Mātauranga Ponamu Charitable Trust. You're here with Nadine and Karina, aka Kahi and Kay on Radio Southland 96.4. Each week, we let you know what is happening at Nakete Mātauranga Ponamu Charitable Trust, the lowdown on Korari Māori Public Health and what's coming up. This week, Fano, our manuhiri in the studio is my very own brother from Not Another Mother. Tani Davis. And we also like to update you on things Nakete Mataranga Ponamu and Korari Māori Public Health. Nā mihi to all the whānau who listen in. Thank you for the tautoko whānau, the thumbs up, keep the comments and the feedback coming. We are Mana Maker Noise Aotearoa. Keep it locked here. You're listening to Kahi and Kei on Radio Southland 96.4. Korari the Māori Public Health Team, Nakete Mataranga Ponamu Charitable Trust. Kia ora whanau. welcome back to Mana, how's it going? Your favourite radio show and podcast Today we are jamming some Prince Tui Teka Shout out to Fire Robin for picking our tunes So you know what to do if you are interested in us playing your tunes All you've got to do is actually hit us up on Facebook Nā ki te Charitable Trust Or you could try the old fashioned way that nobody's bothered to use yet <laughs> And go for mana radio at kaitahu.mari.nz if you'd like to pick the tunes for the next coming week. And we would love to hear from you. Do it, Fano. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Go on. How's it going? You're pretty good. What's happening in your world there, Kahi? Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm spring cleaning and getting my yard ready for summer. Yeah. You know, I'm out there, I'm mowing lawns, I'm doing cleaning windows. I'm, I'm thinking about gardening. Yeah, it's a bit like that at the moment, isn't it? And we're on the home stretch towards uh, Christmas, yes. so and everybody's tired. Are you ready? Uh, what is ready? Really Do you have mean? a tree up? I think I'm thinking about flagging the tree. Yeah, 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 sure. Although maybe I don't know. Mister Moo's kind of keen on a tree. I just is it Christmas if you don't have a tree? Of course it is. Yeah. You just have more space. <laughs> but where do you put your presents? <laughs> Under the TV. Under the TV. <laughs> Crack up. I don't know. Like, it's a lot of effort. I haven't had a tree in years. I had this, um, like, cardboard one that I took from work, and it just, yep. like, slots in and does the job. I remember that one. Yeah. Didn't was... it come from the $2 shop? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It goes good. And now I just buy, like, Santa sacks for the kids. Yes, that's a good idea. It's easy peasy. Easy peasy. Uh, but yeah, Christmas is coming and we're Christmas and we're all on the wind down. She's all go. <laughs> I thought you said wine. Uh, anyway, yeah. No. I'm sure there's plenty of that flowing as well. Yes, there is. So it's kind of that time of the year where everybody's a little bit stressed out, a little bit tired, thinking about presents and all that kind of stuff. I think that we should all just cut ourselves a little bit slack around that stuff. Absolutely. Take it easy. Write a list. Yep. One step at a time, Fano. Didn't Rach from BFC Plus give us some hot tips before Kate? She did. Should we share them now? Yep, go on. Um, so we were talking about Christmas and talking about presents, and if you're like me, you've brought like three. 
Yes. Okay, and she said, girl, I can't believe you've only brought three. Um, but she, her suggestions were to buy something meaningful for your people that you love. Yeah, or make it. Yeah, or make it. Don't buy the junk. Yep. That's just going to end up in the trash or broken. Specifically, the warehouse Kmart dollar shop. Even though I love all of those shops. Yeah, same. Yeah. But, it, you know, and it is kind of a personal challenge now. Yep. What can I get for, you know, for my son that will be meaningful for him? Yes. I haven't got any ideas yet. He loves pink shorts. Yeah, I've got some ideas for, for you know, those that I'm buying for. Um, one I'm a little bit not sure on. So, yeah, cooking seems like a really good idea. Do you know what I do, Fano, for my kids sometimes is I actually just send them pizzas to their flat. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just go online and order it and, um, you know, because they appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they would. You know. I also like to buy practical gifts. So if I, yeah. if I go to your fuddy and you're like, I'm so sorry, all my cups are wrecked or none of my glasses match, I'm going to buy you some glassware. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've definitely done And people don't always enjoy getting those gifts, but they need them. Yeah, but they're necessary, aren't they? They're necessary. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hari Huri Tau o Te Wiki. Rafano shout outs this week go to. Okay, so I've got some peeps here. Who have I got? I've got Stephen Natai, Anga, Tumalatai. Aroha mai for smashing out your last name there, darling. Uh, Mouse Edwards, Emma Kitson, Tracy Kilkelly, and uh, Cuzzy Bro from Bluff, Paul LaRyan. Happy birthday, Fano. Yeah. I've got a few here too. Uh, Tanya Hodges, uh, to my ex sissy in law, that you know, they never stop being your sister in laws, do they? Nope. Nope. Amanda Guilford over in Perth, who's actually been here for the weekend, and now I can see why for her birthday. Yes. Um, Fire Nola Heckle, who was one of my favourite Kromata over at Awarua Whanau Services when I worked there. Happy birthday, Fire Nola. Don't tell any of the others you're my favourite. Uh, and to Lisa Winefield, uh, my sister Nikki's bestie, and a real cool chick. Happy birthday, Fano. Gorgeous. You know what it is fun if you've got birthday shout-outs, email yes. or Facebook us. Yep, and we will receive that gratefully. Gratefully. Kate aha korari, what's up? What's up, korari? So last Friday we headed to Alexandra to catch up with Na Mana Kaimahi, who support Fano in the Hapuri and Central Lakes, Otago regions. Our focus was on Kaupiki Te Ora, all ages suicide prevention for Māori. So this space is about enhancing the mahi that these kaimahi do for whānau, supporting gaps and working collaboratively to reduce the rates of whakamomori in our communities. This was a great opportunity to hear what is happening for whānau in the Southern Lakes area, Wānaka, Tahuna, mm. Cromwell, Alexandra, Ranfurly, Maniatoto, all those places. So from this, we'll look to design a campaign or event that can help inform and support whānau so that they can make better decisions about their hauora, um, so that their whānau are better off. It was yeah. a good hui. And um, shout out to Uru Uru Whenua up yes, there in thank Alex. you for hosting us. And the Alexandra Popo, the police, as well. It was a really, really fantastic hui. Um, you know, talking about things like social media and the impact that it's having on our rangatahi was oh, it interesting to get yes. into that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a scary old world out there for our rangatahi. Yeah. So this week we're heading to Dunedin and next week we will be hosting our Wai Hōpai Hui uh, at Nākete as well. And we've been working closely with these kaimahi in these regions to see how we can come together and support whānau and our hapori. It's actually very exciting work. You know, yeah. anything that supports whānau well-being, I'm here for. 
Yeah. So keep it locked here, Fanny. Stay tuned for something amazing that's going to fall out of these hui. Yes. It's going to be choice. Yeah. And this week at our Komatua Ropu, we have a combined lunch also with our Cancer Kaiatahi support group. This will be the last hui for our cancer support group for the year. And our very own Emma Furlong, alongside Barb's Metzger, will be presenting their FAST campaign. So FAST is an acronym. I love that word. It's a good word. It's a good word. It's an acronym for F for face, A for arms, S for speech, and T for take action. It's a campaign that encourages everyone to learn the key signs of stroke and to think fast, act fast, and look out for each other by calling 111 if they suspect a stroke. Prompt action can save lives as well as improve recovery. Yeah, so it's vital to recognise when someone is having a stroke and to start treatment as soon as possible because the sooner medical treatment begins, the more likely brain damage can be reduced and a better outcome achieved. The quicker a clot can be dissolved or removed, the less damage is done and the better chance of a strong recovery for that whānau member. So fast whānau, face, arm, speech and take action. And you only they only need to have one. Yes. So if it's a splurry, a splurry there we go, a slurry speech, yep. that's it. Yeah. Take them in. Yep. So the sooner that the sooner that you get action on that person who's suffering from a stroke, the better. And Māori and Pacifica peoples have higher rates of suffering from strokes. So it's important that we recognise the signs and get informed. And if you would like more information about FAST, you can head over to stroke.org.nz. Kapai. And Emma will be doing some community kōrero next year, eh? Emma yeah. and Barb's. Yep, we'll get her in. We'll get her in and we'll let you know when that's happening too, Fano. Yeah. Okay, hot news, Mokohawara Tuatoru is live. If you'd like to receive, receive, if you want to receive Tāmoko at our annual event. <laughs> it's at, a country version. <laughs> at Takutaiote Titi in Colic Bay, email us for more information, nadine.young at kaitahu.māori.nz. If you check out our Facebook, it'll be on there. Okay, I'm putting that up live today. Um, this kaupapa is all about strengthening connection to whakapapa, whenua, whānau, marae, runanga, iwi and hapu, January 26, 27th and 28. Don't miss out, spots go fast. Check out the Facebook for our link for the registration form. Other than that, it's business as usual for us. Whānau with Tauriti Tū, Kore Kore Tinana at the Marae every Wednesday, delivering you this amazing podcast, Mana Make a Noise Aotearoa, and planning for next year. Yeah, that's us. Uh, one thing about Mokohawara, it's actually in summer this year, so that's really exciting because the Marae is across the Raven Beach. So what you do is you come to the beach, you swim, then you shower off, and then you get moko. Okay, don't it. do it afterwards because you can't swim for a couple of weeks afterwards. You Just dropping can't. that in there. Coming up, Farno, we will introduce you to our Manihiri. In the meantime, here is another sweet tune from Prince Tuiteka. Absolute legend of a man. Had the privilege of meeting him in my childhood. Stop it, did you? Mm-hmm. I love that. Keep it locked here on Mana. Make a noise. Aotearoa Radio Southland 96.4.
Welcome back to Mana Making Noise, Aotearoa. Bit of Prince Tui Teka for your listening pleasure, Fano. There are more questions and answers. There'll be some questions and answers coming up soon. Keep it locked here. <laughs> okay, Fano. today in the studio we have one of my favourite brothers, Tani Davis, Tani Mahuta. Tani is the chairperson of the Rakiura Titi Islands Administering Body. He's also on the New Zealand Conservation Board and works for Te Renango Naitahu Protecting our beautiful Taonga. No, my Heidi, my welcome to Mana Make a Noise Aotearoa. I feel like Kahi should ask the first question because I think I already know the answer. Kapai. Kia ora tani, welcome. Kuai kwe no hia kwe. Ah, tēnā kōrua, uh, tēnā koutou ki te moto o tiwi. Nō rere tēnā koutou. Uh, ko tāne Davis a tōku ingoa. Kia ora. Uh, nō uh, oh, takitimi o tau maoka. Uh, ko uh, Takitimo na maunga, ko Aparima te awa, ko Oraka Aparima te wahi kainga, ko Takutai te titi temerai, uh, ko uh, Whenuahau te moto ua mātā tupuna, ko Tiwi o Waitaha o Kāti Māboi o Kaitahu. Ko Tāne Davis toko hunga. Kia ora. Kia ora. Good to have you in here. Really, really awesome. Yeah. Kabai, so welcome to Mana. Um, it's you know, we had this cordial about who we should bring in, and Karina's like, we need to bring my brother in. He's a wealth of knowledge, lots of knowledge <laughs> to share with our whānau, so it's really awesome to have you in here because you've lived a full life. Um, straight off the bat, tell us a little bit about about your background. So you could take that wherever you want to take that. Okay, so my background, um, I left school at the age of 16 years of age, and I, my first job was fishing with my father, uh, Wurrimu Davis, uh, cray fishing up the coast. And uh, how that actually come about was the fact that uh, we are people who harvest titi and we access, we do this great thing. It has a culture connected to it as well. And how I left school was the fact that on a May holidays, I said to the principal at the time, I was going down to the titi islands and uh, there was a possibility that uh, I wouldn't have got back home in time to get back to school. 
at a victory, the, 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 the principal said, well, Mr. Davis, if you can't get back in time, don't bother coming back at all. And that's what? how it started. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it was like then. Yeah. Just don't come back. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't a bad pupil, but, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. So that's... that commenced uh, my working career. So uh, effectively, everything I've done has been uh, connected to the whenua as much as possible. You wouldn't get away with saying that now either, would you? No, not at all. It's yeah. just how things were then. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, okay, Dad, I need a job. Because, of course, I'm. so three days later, we're on the boat and steaming up the coast, pot load of, uh, boatload of pots. Yeah. And off you went. Yep. That's how it was in those days, eh? It was, yeah, yeah. It was, um, you know, if you think back about to now, you know, uh, it's completely changed and it needed to change. Absolutely. So when you were at school, what kind of aspirations did you have? Oh, uh, well, uh, first of all, Dad wanted to try to get the apprenticeship as a, as a boat builder. And unfortunately, uh, there was nothing really happening in that domain. So yep. uh, I just kept fishing with Dad. And I think, too, really, um, both parents, you know, as you know, our parents, you know, uh, our life is we want to maintain and uphold their mana throughout the, our lives as well. So I think that's a real, uh, really set in my mind, and I'm sure it is with you as well, Karina, and our people, yeah. Great education, wasn't it, Tan? It was a great education. They were our mentors, yeah, both they were. our, our yeah. parents, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. That's that's quite a beautiful corridor, upholding the mana of your of mm. your parents mm. and your tupuna. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the whenua. And so. the whenua. Yeah. Got to look after the whenua. So speaking of the whenua, Tani Davis. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about, like, your, I guess, um, I guess your work mahi life, you know, of... Hey, there was a photo that popped up about, was it about four weeks ago, of Tani Davis furniture removals back in the day? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, a stage of my career, I guess you could say. What an occupation. I had 22 years of picking things up and putting them down and putting them on and off the truck. I helped you pick up some of those things too and put them down. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it worked for us because we've got four of a partner. We've got three sons, Leander and I, my wife, and uh, we've got a daughter. So the main p- part of that effectively was to provide an income and uh, get our whānau qualified in some form of fashion. Absolutely. And they're all qualified now. So uh, that sets them up for life as well. Yeah. And yeah. then you headed off and did what most of the men do in our whānau, eh? That's right. Yeah. We went uh, on the Papahinu uh, with, uh, on the oil rigs. Yeah. So done 10 years of that as well after we sold our business. And that suited, uh, it was a good stage of my life to do that because all the whānau uh, were away, they flapped their wings and left home and doing their own thing. So that was a month on, month off. So, uh, Did that involve quite a bit of travel? Yeah. Uh, it was firstly started off at Taranaki and then we went to the Bass Strait and then around to Perth and then up to the Timor Sea. So uh, yeah, commuted a month on and a month off from home, yeah. Oh wow, I don't know if I could handle a month on, a month off. What, as in like you doing... Going away for a month. No, yeah. I'm a homebody. Yeah, well, it suited well, of course, as well, because, you know, at that stage, you know, if we talk about the NATO settlement uh, outcomes and, of course, those portfolios that developed from it. And at that stage, I did have, uh, and I still do have certain portfolios within uh, NATO within the Settlement Act. So I could still integrate those whilst I was away, i.e. Okay. emails and things like that. But once I got back home, uh, you know, I could really fully immerse myself yes. into them. And with that month off, absolutely. Beautiful. And were you still going, um, taking time off to go to the Titi Islands yes. during that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
And like all us Titi Fano, we find ways and means of doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, after my 10 year stint on the oil rigs, uh, I needed to really find my way that I, I really wanted to immerse myself fully into uh, our culture uh, and those outcomes of the Naitaha Settlement Act, you know, those portfolios that I hold. So that's where I am now. Yeah. And so you're the chairperson of the Rakiata Teachings Island. TD Island's administering body. Can you tell us about what that is? Because I know, you know, Farno out there probably may or may not know that there's there's two committees and what the management of those islands look like. Yeah, so with the uh, Rakiura Titi Islands administering body, that, that is an outcome of the Naito Settlement Act. Uh, some 25 years ago now, actually, since uh, the Settlement Act was endorsed. And with that, both our parents, Karina and I, our parents, uh, Wilhelm and Jane Davis, sought to secure what we were then accessing a group of islands, 18 in total, that were still in the Crown ownership. They, they felt that they needed to secure them for us as a people, so effectively the ownership returned back to Rakiura Māori, Naito As it Māmoa, should have been, right? As it should have been, because we have this special connection, not only with the harvest, but our cultural values, conservation values and so forth. So... Fortunate enough, uh, under the guidance of Fire Jane, actually, uh, mm. she came around home one day and looked at me and pointed the finger at me and says, you need to step up. So that was it. That was uh, it? <laughs> that she was, was very it. good at that. I love that. <laughs> you need to step yeah, up, okay? Yeah. And, that, and, and that wasn't long after Dad had passed away. So she was looking at for all of us to, you know, continue on uh, what we have, this political uh, participation in Titi Island business, yeah. I imagine there's a few whānau to wrangle during those meetings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, How yeah, many we, birding we do, whānau are uh, there? We do go sta- through those stages of whanangatanga. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And involved with that is politics uh, yeah. because we are the governance of uh, our own means. Because uh, what do you islands. say? 18 islands? There's 18 in this group of islands. In yeah. this group of islands. And, and there's a lot of whānau on these islands, eh? It's not yeah. just the one. Yeah. And, yep. and, and guess what? We're all related. And you're all related. <laughs> Happy days. Happy <laughs> days, bro. Oh, that's so interesting to hear because if you're not a birder, and you're not Naitahu. Well, I am. I can actually only speak for myself. I really mm. enjoy hearing about our culture. Yeah, yeah. As Mata Waka here, and yeah. especially Naitahu culture, it's so mm. interesting. Oh yeah. Well, you know, as all we, you know, there's certain uh, indigenous cultural rights that we all do have. Uh, Titi is one of our Tonga, of course, that we connect to generationally. You know, hundreds of years. It's not only a source of kai. We, we use it as a source of trade. But mm. there's so many other things connected to it. The whakapapa, the whanangatanga, the kochiakitanga, the mātauranga. And it just goes on and on and on, you know. But you connect to the island as well. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. Because yeah. I know um, when Karina doesn't go, she's sad. I'm mucky mucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she'll be looking forward to going this year. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah. Next we, year. We call her up and tease her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. What are some of the changes that you've seen in your lifetime um, down on the island? Like, I guess for me, it, it would be around the eradication. Mm. Um, probably the same for you, but yeah. 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 And, and guess what? That's 25, uh, 25 plus years ago that we've yeah. done that eradication. So, eradication uh, of rats, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, we, we grew up as children with the, the presence of rat on the island. Yes. So, uh, you know, we, we had to compete with them. You couldn't leave your doors open and they'd come inside. And so what? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Build barriers, all sorts of stuff. Eh? Yeah. And, and it had a huge effect on the whenua. The, the, the island was, was weeping 
uh, yep. because of the impact of, uh, of rat. But in our case, we had the Polynesian rat. We had the kiori. Oh, yeah, I was so, going to say, uh, was it the kiori? Yeah, so it generated a little bit of politics in regards to wanting to eradicate it off the Motu. Um, I remember we... Uh, uh, Ngāti Wai, of course, you know, that's their tonga. They express their... Is it? I dis- didn't know that. Their, their displeasure in regards to we were wanting to, uh, at that, that time, eradicate the kiori. And uh, uh, Hori Parata, the rakatira of uh, Ngāti Wai, mum uh, says, well, you're going to have to go and talk to him about this. So, well, okay, mum. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually, I remember I met him at the airport in Chicago here and we sat down and had a coffee and talked it through. But it was about exchanging each one's views and to uh, give that understanding of the reasons why we wanted to do it because it was having a huge effect on the whole, the biodiversity of the island. Yeah, yeah. massive. And, uh, and hey, 25 years later, you just see the remarkable changes that do develop after an eradication. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Just yeah. even simply seedlings yeah. being able to pop yeah. through pop the ground through, and yeah. just stay there and just continue to grow. Like yeah. the growth yeah. on the island is incredible. What I really loved about that kōrero was um, the other rangatira flying in and you guys having a coffee and an exchange of, of views and positioning. And I imagine that our tūpuna would have done that when there was something happening. They, well, they might not have flown, no. but they would have got together and had that kōrero and mm. come up with a, an agreement. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the case with us, with uh, yeah. Aomotu uh, Putehinu. Uh, the whānau of the island was full agreement. We needed to do something. And with that, now we've had the, the recovery of it, you know, reintroduced uh, endangered species back to the island and so forth. Yeah, so let's talk about some of those taonga, bro, that we've brought back to the Motu. Yeah, okay. So uh, Saddleback or Teki was always there, but in very low numbers. Very course, low numbers. Yeah, of course, once the kiori was gone, they've populated immensely to where we are now actually doing translocations off the island to other places. Uh, we introduced the tutukiwi or the so beautiful uh, or, or the what's known as the hakawai, you know, which is quite symbolic to Rakiura Māori in its mysterious ways. Uh, and those uh, whakatauki are actually from uh, the hakawai, of course, as mm. well. And the stories that I was told as a kid as well. You were probably were you told those stories as a kid? Mm. What stories? Uh, oh, what stories? <laughs> that, that they would fly over the island and they rattled their chains like they sounded like rattling chains, Whoa. Yeah. and that they would attack and stuff like that. Eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the theory behind that is they were in larger numbers, of course, in great flocks and at night and. Uh, a gentleman, uh, Colin Muscali, who then worked for the Department of Conservation, who helped uh, transfer uh, uh, 30 of the birds from the snares group further south from us to our island. Uh, his theory is that when they're in great numbers and they actually are in flight and they dive, their tail feathers, uh, they vibrate. Yep. And uh, he showed me one of the birds where the, the tails, the feathers uh, were serrated. So that's the feathers are going like this when they're diving down. So in great numbers, there's this huge big noise and it's to sound like rattling chains. It's up there creating a ruckus. So I can remember, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna name drop here. I can remember Paul Lee telling me and my nephew this, this mm. pūdako, and then having to run home from Auntie Nui's house, petrified, <laughs> and the weather had cut up. Yeah, and we're running, we're like petrified, just like trying to get back <laughs> to our fuddy, which is that's about a twenty minute walk, eh? Yeah. Well, it's probably a 10-minute run when you're petrified as a kid. Because he just told you a story. Yeah, and then, story. and then you're in the bush and yeah. you're, you're like, you know, What's the trees. That? Yeah, <laughs> everything is like yeah. a hakawai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kawai, I love that. And now they're not there. Well, they are. 
they're, they're, they're actually these most beautiful little birds. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. so cheeky and yeah. they're so cute. And they look like little mini kiwis, they bro? Do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. If, um, you know, we moved 30 birds here now. We've had a census done probably 10 years ago. So this was done uh, straight up well, three years after the eradication. So they've been there now about 20 years, but five years, if not 10, yeah, 10 years ago, we've done a census and they seem to think there are somewhere around about 400 birds here now. That's beautiful. And again, this is, uh, we've uh, shared this tonga with other whānau and other islands now that are, the islands are now pest-free. Kapai. Yeah. I'd like to quickly segue to the mahi that you've done, taking Manu up to my maunga, Maunga Tautari in the Waikato. Because yeah. um, I met Fire Norma, who oh, yes. looks after yes. the marae up there, and she'd yeah. said, oh, we've got a guy coming from down south. His name's Tani Davis to bring some birds up. And I was like, <laughs> I know Tani Davis. <laughs> so how was that? Uh, yeah, that's that's been a real uh, cool uh, part of this position that I have working with this tonga kakapo. Uh, so I'm now into 19 years of uh, being closely associated with this species in representation of the Naito connection to this Taonga species. Beautiful. Because it, it is a true Taonga to Naito. So uh, when I first uh, had the privilege to be nominated and to be selected for the Naito representative on the Kākāpō Recovery Group some 19 years ago, we had somewhere in the area of 30 birds. So now we're up to 247, Whoa. something like that. That's cool. That's so, so cool. Yeah, so I've learned so much on that waka. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been an absolute privilege, you know, to be connected to the species because there's all those other things that flow off it, like your, your cultural connections and so forth. And as Karina mentioned, the, the puraco that's there too. Mm, yeah. And... Um, so my participation there is truly, of course, is to endorse that Naito connection to this Taonga species. Beautiful. Uh, and it does, it's a Taonga within a Taonga when you think about it. And I've, as I said earlier, I've learned so much from that. So some 15 years ago, we knew we were going to get in a predicament in regards to, okay, so the population's going to grow, but the habitat's not. So that's the problem we're in now. We've got, um, we still haven't got enough birds, but we've got enough to keep them away from extinction, so mm-hmm. to speak. But our next problem is this habitat, i.e. Maungatotari. Yeah. So we thought about that some 15 years ago, that we would need to look at uh, places that are pest-free. And Maungatotari did step up to the mark, of course. Of course, because they've got kiwi on the island knew they had kiwi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, another privilege, and that is a learning curve to be working with another iwi such as Tainui and Tahapu up there. Uh, and how do we exchange this manu that we guard jealously, as yes. Naito? Yep. And how do we exchange that kaitiakitanga between the two of us and the kawa? Because were they up there yeah. originally? Kakapu were well known throughout the Motu, absolutely, uh, uh, okay. north and south. Yep. A- absolutely. So we can share. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a... The whānau will look after them. That's yeah. right. And, and that's, the whenua will... Yeah, that's right. And it was about the monarchy. How do we create this inter- interaction? And, uh, and, and my belief, too, is, and I've worked uh, with on this with uh, the Rangantira, uh, Bodie, Bodie Taylor, which I believe is Norma's son. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he's actually uh, the uh, the head ranger at uh, Tauteri. So we've had some brilliant discussions pre- prior to this and working out what, what's the kawa, how do we do this, you know, yep. and, and um, exchange, you know, but at the same time recognising the fact that it's got a whakapapa to Mirihiku, mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, taonga, and uh, how, do we, how do we share that? How do we, how do we share that with 
the receiving iwi, so to speak. And uh, so, in a, in a sense, it's like a whangai, whangai, you know. Yep. Of, of, yep. Of the, but uh, my belief is you, you still need to be allowed to hand over that responsibility because that is then in your hands to do that. And the receiving iwi, of course, a willingness and wanting to do that because it's their mana as well. So, so how many have gone? Uh, ten birds went up. Wow. How yeah. are they doing? Yeah. Well, three got a bit naughty and jumped out. Oh. So uh, they're on their way back home. So uh, Oh, expelled. I, yeah. Well, I said to Deidre, uh, who's the head ranger of the Kākāpō Recovery Group, I said to oh, well, give them a red card. So, <laughs> yeah. so well, they're, they're, up, they're coming back we're home. We're still upset about those cards, yeah. by the way. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still seven there. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, we... Uh, you know, we're, we're confident that uh, it is the right place for them to be. It's just, uh, you know, some alterations perhaps to the fence line and things like that. Yeah. But they are being assessed regular every day. There's, are are uh, they likely to breed? That is the thought, Karina, yeah, because yeah. Uh, with Kākāpō, you know, what what um, creates their breeding is uh, when the rimu starts to fruit. Oh. Yeah. So we've got this real good tool. We've got a warning ahead, you know, if we know that, Rima's going to fruit well, then Kakapo will as well. It's got to be the right conditions for I sexy love time. It. Bit of Prince uh, Tuiteka in the yep. background. Absolutely. Yep. There you go. Yeah, it's working I love well. that. See, Te Taio, though, giving the indicator that yeah. it's time. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So, and, it, and it's uh, so the, the fruit of the Rima is like the lamb getting the first drink from its mum. It's first, oh, it's, right. It's first essence in life, you know. Like colostrum. Bird. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I love this corridor. It's, so, it's so, my way to it through the roof. Yeah, well, and as part of this position, you know, I quickly thought. Which, we by the way, could you just say the name of your position? Oh, uh, on the Kakapo Recovery Group? Yes, but actually, you, you work, your mahi is with Te Renango Naito. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, the primary mahi is revolved around uh, the Rakiora Titions, that's to announce our people with their uh, cultural and conservation values to the island so I'm known as a uh, a works program coordinator in conservation there you go Tani what Mahuta what works program coordinator yeah, mm. yeah. what Fresh. a cool title yeah <laughs> cool <laughs> but, mahi uh, too cool mahi yeah so with and I, I think it's really appropriate that I acknowledge the fact that uh, you know when I first took on this position well sorry when I was chosen uh, to take on the position of uh, carpool recovery rep I quickly could see we were kind of been alienated from the species in regards to our cultural values and I needed to change that mm. and one of those first steps was I recognised I needed to have a whatoki, yep. yeah, whakatoki to uh, enhance the species and I went to Kororik and we sat down and we wrote this uh, whakatoki about kakapo. That would probably have to be a segue into what is a whakatoki or proverb that you live by and what is that whakatoki bro? Oh, well, uh, often in use, uh, particularly because of a lot of hui and travel to other iwi, other marae, you know, we've commenced off with huti te rito te arakeki. Uh, so that's about, you know, your conservation values and the whenua. Yep. I always like to endorse not only the fact that he tangata, he tangata, but he whenua, he tangata, he whenua. Uh, yeah. It's about the people and it's about the land. Yeah. yeah. I... And uh, there's, there's a number too, you know, and that big old big one that Raki or Maori have got is Katangi to Titi. Katangi to Kaka. Yes, there we go. Never forget that one. 
So you're a busy guy. You do a lot of awesome, amazing conservation work and stuff. What do you do to keep yourself well? Yeah, well, um, when you get a little bit older, you've got to keep an eye on these things, of course. Yep. Uh, you know, sometimes I get, uh, you know, if you're sitting in front of it, because the, the, the mahi I do, of course, I'm lucky enough to where I can have uh, work in the field and then not so lucky at times sitting behind a computer. Yep. Uh, so conscious of the fact of that time. So I regular with Pilates. I like to walk. Yeah. Uh, I was, even, Karina, I was even thinking the other day I might uh, drag the, the waka back out. And what? Okay, what? this is recorded. Did you hear that, whanau? <laughs> Come on now. Oh, did you used to paddle? You'd yeah. be like super masters. <laughs> yeah. You know that Masters Games is coming up. Yeah, Waitangi weekend. Yep. Oh. In Dunedin. In Dunedin. Oh, it's not that far away. I know people you can stay with. <laughs> He's like, I've only <laughs> been thinking right. about it and you've signed me up for an event. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, whanau. Tani Davis is going to Masters Games. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've all got a bit of a history of waka at some yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, choice. Uh, here's a patai. What would you tell your younger self? Uh, looking back now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, certainly uh, the values of getting an education or qualification of some description. But well, it's different now because of the resources available and cultural values are far more accepted than what they were when I was Absolutely. Young, you know. Yeah. So there's a there's a whole universe waiting there for learning, absolutely. And sometimes I just think, wow, only if this was like if it was like that when I was a younger guy, you yep. know. Uh, and another something else that I really like to get involved in is with the, the thrill, absolutely. Yeah. Those sort of clothing, inactive cultural values, the manga kai practices, and so forth. You know, uh, yeah, so much is available now to look back. I just wish that it was like that then, you know. Couple, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our rangatahi today got so many opportunities, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, that, look, you know, I see there one of your questions. You know, what would, I think what would be a really good advice to uh, our young ones now is get an education, get, get an education, quali- get a qualification of some description. You know? yeah. yeah, whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I totally took all that. Find I something that, that you. Too you're passionate about because it opens doors for you education it does certainly does and hey there's no denying the fact that this age there's still opportunities to do that because once upon a time you you got a job when you left school and that was it for 40 years that was you yep yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah. go to the freezing works there you are that's your life yeah (laughs) that's a life that society's handpicked for you yeah yeah but you could do anything now but still with that job of course you can still have a learning of something else, you know, and Absolutely. some people do that. They, they study for other opportunities, even though working at Freezing Works, and that's copy. Yes. It's all good. Mm. Education, whānau. Mm. Okay, so into the fun stuff now. Mm. Quick fire round. Kia there. I'm going to let you ask these ones, Kahi. Copy. Tani Davis, what is your spirit animal? Oh, I'd have to go to, well, all manu, of course. All manu. And, and but... Oh, I have to be a bit biased because I work with kakapo. I'd have to put that that one. There. To be but honest, they smell good and they got whiskers. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, okay, <laughs> they yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, and and they are spiritual. They yeah. are extremely, you know, kakapo parrot of the night. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mister Kakapo, what is your favourite thing about Murihuku? Altafinua. Right. Mm. The people. Kapai. Mm. That's it. Mm. Uh, favorite hobby, activity, or pastime? What do you do? 
I'm a bit of a petrol head. Uh, you True know, story. I've got a 67 F100 that I bought off Paul Clark. Clarky. The, the then man of uh, zookeepers. Uh, so, uh, Is that a car or a bike? It's a, it's, it's a truck. It's oh, it's a truck. truck. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a hillbilly truck. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's actually really cool. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Done quite a bit of work to that, and it's actually that's it's on the road. Well, it was when I brought it off Clarkie, of course, but we've done a lot more to it. So I sort of like mucking around with that, and it's easy to work on, and sort of generates another piece of your mind that you need yep. to keep active. Yeah, choice. Uh, I like music, of course. I like to try and learn to play the guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you have a strum. Yeah, yeah. We so, dabble, uh, and, and of course, you know, being with partner as well. Yeah. Beautiful, a- a- absolutely, yeah. So I'm not sure who wrote these questions, but who is your favourite sister? <laughs> oh, gosh, that's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> Come on, <yes>. Neil. <laughs> K-A-R-I-N-A. Thank you. She's a cheeky one, this one, eh? Oh, <laughs> Keeps yeah. you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> um, importantly, are you a hangi or a kaimuana uh, man? Ooh, yeah. Well, I suppose, you know, you could be greedy and pick both, but, you know. A lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> when you're... When you're affiliated to this, all this great things you do in regards to, or we'll try to do, and participate and enhance and defend well, you know, you're outdoors, so it would have to be kind of warmer. You're kind a blue kind of guy yeah. too. Yeah, and it's that, that participation or demeaning of kind practice as well. That yeah. it. I'm not saying Harangi doesn't, but mm. uh, yeah. Well, we're brought up to the sea, so that's yeah. our connection. You know. Our yeah, father was a fisherman. That's yeah. it, you did fishing as a young man? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your favourite thing about your sister? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't read these. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't get a copy of these questions. <laughs> oh, these didn't you? These have been bounced on me, these ones. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, just, uh, well, you know, like her being our sister. Really, that's it, isn't it? Really. Uh, <laughs> all the lovely things she does for us. There you go. Car five, bro. And yeah. I love you too. And super proud of all the mahi that you do. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome. A- and you do uh, brilliant mahi too, uh, Karina. Oh, I think yeah. you're both doing your parents very proud. I'm just going to say that. I think you are definitely upholding the mana of your parents. Cool. Yeah. Oh, kia ora, bro. Thank you so much for coming in this week. Um, we really appreciate you being here and uh, having a kōrero about all the amazing, beautiful mahi that you do in conservation. I know our, our folks would be super proud of you, yep. but as um, as whānau and iwi uh, Māori katoa, we're all super proud of the mahi that you do. So nā mahi nui kia koe. Yes, thank you so much for coming in and dropping those little pearls of mātauranga around. Whānau, if you're listening, you just... You just got to talk. You got to listen. She's a goodie. She's a goodie. <laughs> she's a goodie today. Halfway. Good What a cool show, okay? That was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed I gotta, it. I got to tell you, I was a little bit nervous, you know. Why? You know, it's fun, Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. When so, I had my sister on, I was a little bit nervous too. Yeah. 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 But yeah. it's so good to have mahi where we can bring our whānau in and they can share Absolutely. You know, who they are and what yep. they do and all that good stuff. Yeah, awesome whānau doing awesome mahi out there. But that's us. We're up and out of here. Yeah, that's us. We're up and out of here. Namahi nui Fano. You've been hanging out with Korari, the Māori Public Health Team at Nākite Mātauranga Ponami Charitable Trust on Mana Make a Noise. Aotearoa. Kia pakite Fano. Kia pakite ora. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand on Air. 
their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz. 